Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. Where do you live? Are you living in a city that's considered safe, or is it one of the most dangerous cities in the United States? Well, we're going to talk about cities and what goes into making them dangerous or safe and places to live where you live, where we live. And we're also going to look at the, on the East Coast, particularly, it seems like we seem to have an awful lot of cities that are not safe, but in the South as well. So we're, we're going to be joined today by Cassie Happy. She is an analyst with Wallet Hub, and they've recently put out a report on uh, cities and, and which ones are dangerous and which ones are the safest. And in addition to that, the FBI has put out some reports. There have been a lot of things in the uh, on the internet, uh, newspaper articles on safety, because it is of concern to all of us. And uh, so anyway, Cassie, welcome to Of Consuming Interest. Thank you for having me, Shirley. It's, uh, it's a delight to talk to you, not a subject that I particularly like, but I think one that uh, our, our listeners need to, to know. And um, I don't know if you feel qualified at some point during this story, what should people do when they live, and don't answer it right now, but, but think about this. What are the ways to make yourself safer when you're in a city that's got a high uh, rate of crime? So let's get into this. Now, first off, your study, what was the most unsafe city, most dangerous, according to your study? So according to our study, uh, the city that we ranked as the most dangerous would be St. Louis, Missouri. And what I want to note as far as how we came up with these uh, particular rankings is we really looked at safety from a a holistic standpoint. So we didn't Mm -hmm. focus on just physical safety. We looked at things like uh, financial safety and uh, natural disaster risks, things that uh, you don't usually think of when you think of safety. No, you think normally you're absolutely right. You would think of something that's a crime that's happened against you or whatnot. But of course, natural disasters make a, make a significant difference. Is there any way to determine what percentage of these cities that are called most, most dangerous that uh, I, I'm really particularly interested in the crease in crime? Because it seems like while there's a slight drop in homicide rates around the country, other crimes have gone up significantly. We're seeing smash and grab mobs. We're seeing stores being invaded by groups of kids. All of these kinds of things are happening. And it's it's a little unsettling, particularly if you happen to be in one of the malls where you've got a, a, a group of people there robbing everything, wearing masks. So how do you how do you differentiate um, when we look at this? I noticed that that some statistics have dollar amounts. Is that the dollar amount that's lost to crime? Um, I'm looking here to try to find the statistic you were asking about. I got some of it on the internet. Yeah, some of it was on the internet. Um, So I suspect that that has to do with losses per per capita for these cities. But anyway, let's go back and talk about the substance within your study. Uh, Did you all divide it out? Say, for example, you look at St. Louis. Is St. Louis considered the most dangerous because of crime, natural safety? I know you said that they're all put together, but do you have any way of breaking that out? 
Um, I have some of that data for, for Washington, D.C., Baltimore, and Richmond uh, handy. Oh, I do not have the, the specifics okay. for St. Louis at the moment. Well, let's talk about what uh, what is right in our, our neighborhood. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> D.C. because I know that carjackings are up considerably that um, we had a, 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 a sitting member of Congress carjacked just recently, I made the headlines, um, and we're seeing this happening all the time. So tell me about the District of Columbia and what do you all see happening there? So unfortunately, uh... Over the years, DC has really ranked uh, towards the bottom of our list. Um, this year, they ranked uh, 173 out of 182 cities. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with the uh, rates as far as murders and non-negligent manslaughters. That's one area where uh, DC has ranked particularly low um, as far as that goes. Um, now, wait a minute, let me, that, let me under you. So you're saying what you're talking about now is that starting at the top would be the safest cities and DC is way down on the list in terms of the unsafest, is that correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, so, I'm sorry. No, that's absolutely fine. Uh, looking back at some of the data, I had them uh, provide me with everything going back to 2020 for DC. And they've consistently been around, ranking around 160 uh, in that particular category. So they've been in that bottom section of the rankings for that. So the I lowest. would say that- let's, let's, be, yes. let's be clear because most of the lists that I'm seeing are putting the most dangerous. So what you're telling me, the way you're ranking them, St. Louis would be at the very bottom of the list. And that list is the safety of the cities is the way that you're probably framing it. Am I clear? Yes, you are clear in that. Um, we okay. do rank order it. We try to put a more positive spin on that same information that you're seeing elsewhere. We don't really wanna focus on the negative for what we put out on our website. Uh, but I, I understand you're looking for more of the, the negative because that's more where the problem is. That's exactly right. Yes. So what we're seeing then in DC is is the problem city, and and the increases in crimes that we've been seeing in the last three years, last two years, I think particularly from what I'm reading, um, it, it's very worrisome. That includes the murder rate, carjackings, uh, personal uh, safety, all kinds of things, I guess, that are going on. So I'm sorry. So go ahead and, and please, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I wanted to be sure that we were clear how we're discussing this. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. So DC has struggled with, as you, as we mentioned, the murders and non-negligent uh, manslaughters. Um, and they also have a very high rate for hate crimes in comparison to the other cities we looked at. Uh, drug poisoning deaths is another area where DC has consistently uh, performed poorly. They've had high uh, drug poisoning deaths per capita. Uh, but I will say that they rank very high, uh, very positively, as far as law enforcement employees per capita. Uh, they tie uh, for the number one spot across the 182 cities that we surveyed for this.
so you're saying that DC has more police, but yeah, uh, but, but we have more crime too. So, so. well, yeah. you don't know what to make of that. Uh, I, I'm not sure that you and I can draw any inferences from it. Let's just on that note, let's just take a brief a brief pause here and let our listeners know they're tuned into of consuming interest. My guest is Cassie Happy. She is an analyst with WalletHub. And we're talking about the safest and the most unsafe cities in the, the country and primarily focusing on some of the cities in our area who do have some serious problems and we're looking at those problems. Well, you know, um, I guess if you are going to the district, the carjacking problem is a huge one since people are stopping people, since the, the crooks are stopping people at the lights and whatnot taking their vehicles from them so um doors locked at all times would to me would be a prime uh, prime thing to do when you're doing when you're in the district and another thing that i noticed that in california where some of the cities like san francisco is having a horrible incidence of break-ins into cars to get anything valuable so it would be to not leave anything in sight in your car anywhere that would tempt someone to want to break in would that be good advice Yes, I would say that's great advice, uh, making sure you don't have any valuables in plain sight and making sure you're keeping your doors locked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, may, by all means, and even if it's hot, don't roll down the window when you're driving. Um, hopefully you'll have an air conditioner. Crack them if you're going to open them at all. But at any rate, so D.C. Um, has, as you said, the a lot of police, but yet a lot of crime. So, I mean, that's kind of an enigma. but. Um, let's hope that that salt problem, I know that the mayor is aware of it and she's talked about it. So, um, anyway, let's hope that that that's going to, uh, get better over time. We don't have no way of forecasting. I left my crystal ball at home, so we're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to do anything on that, but let, let, let's talk about some areas that are, that are closer. Also cities that are close to us and many of us go to Baltimore. I lived in Baltimore at one time. It was a lovely city. But Baltimore is ranked like one of the top crime cities in the country in terms of being the most dangerous. Um, and, and that's rather disturbing. Fortunately, D.C. is not. I haven't seen it in any of the top lists that, that say that they're the most dangerous. And, and as you're saying, it's, it's not the worst in, in the country. But what about Baltimore? Baltimore has had so many problems. It's such a beautiful city. What, did you, what do you find there? Yeah, so with Baltimore, they ranked uh, a little bit higher on our list, meaning that they're a little bit safer, safer uh, according to the metrics that we looked at. And they have kind of the same phenomenon that we're seeing with uh, the district in that they also ranked very positively as far as law enforcement employees per capita go. Uh, they ranked seven. So uh, with D.C. having one being, you know, having the most law enforcement employees per capita, uh, Baltimore ranks seven. So they've got a lot of law enforcement employees per capita, but they still have problems with uh, particularly assaults and thefts. And again, the, the murders and non-negligent manslaughters, according to our study. Yeah. Well, now you're saying that, that they're not so low on the list, but some of the other lists that I, that rank the most dangerous cities, which I suspect are not looking at the broader picture as you are. Baltimore mm -hmm. is ranked number three um, 
and some some of them a little farther down on others. It all depends, I guess, on who's trying. And as you said, what are the parameters that are being used to judge these cities? But in terms of violent crime, uh, Baltimore seems to be ranking rather high um, and lots of other issues in Baltimore, I suspect, is not subject to a lot of natural disasters and things like that, as is DC. DC isn't either. So that gives them a more positive uh, aspect on your your rankings, I would believe, um, than some of the other things. But Baltimore is a lovely city. It really is. They, they have some lovely museums there. And, and um, let's hope they get a handle on it. But what I'm finding very interesting is, is what we're talking about here is cities that you know, I can understand some of the cities that have defunded what defund the police. I think St. Louis, is, for example, which some people are saying is the most dangerous city in the country. I think defund the police has been a big thing there. And I think that they, in fact, have a reduced. I'm not sure. So if somebody out there wants to contact me and tell me I'm blowing hot air. Uh, but I believe that they are one of the cities that have lowered their amount of police on the streets. But that has not happened here in uh, D.C. or Baltimore, so that we've got we've got more protection on the street, even though we still are having an increase in crime. Um, let's just hope that that starts to take effect. Um, Baltimore is I don't know that carjackings is are, are prevalent there. What are the what are the most significant things that are going on in Baltimore? So, as I mentioned, according to our study, um, it's really the, the assaults and the thefts, uh, the physical violence, uh, drug poisoning deaths is another big thing that hit Baltimore hard in yeah. this particular study. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it it's hit the whole country from what I gather. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a significant problem, um, especially some of our cities on the on the west coast. But at any rate. Um, so Baltimore, lovely city that it is, wonderful museums. If you're going to go there, again, take precautions. Just uh, I would suggest that people go in gr a group of at least two. I don't know. Does that any protection? I think there is some protection in numbers. Um, and it, it does make you feel more comfortable if you mm -hmm. know that you've got somebody there, especially if you get into a situation where you may feel threatened, having that extra support can can make a difference. Um, yeah, I would, I would think so. I'd feel more comfortable, especially if I took a big strong man with me. Oh, yeah. OK, <laughs> let's not be sexist here, Shirley, please. <laughs> um, but at any rate, it um, we do hope that. And, and as you say, I think it's important to look at the many positives um, of these cities that we're talking about and not just the crime, but, you know, and unfortunately we, we all like to jump on the, the bad news first. So, um, but the good news is that there are lovely cities and there are safe areas and probably, is it possible, Cassie, for the people to find out which areas of the city are the most dangerous in any particular city? That isn't something that we went into with our study. I see. Okay. You have to do some research then and see what are the crime hotspots on the, the city if you're going to be visiting there. So at any rate, I, I, I can understand that because that would not be something that uh, is is probably very hard to define as well. But you can certainly mm -hmm. go look and see if there's a 
some kind of a map that tells you where the crime statistics are occurring in a, in a particular city, I would think. Well, let's just uh, take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned in to Of Consuming Interest. My guest today is Cassie Happy, analyst with Wallet Hub, and we're talking about a study about safe and unsafe cities. And unfortunately, in several studies that I've seen, St. Louis seems to rank the highest, number one, most dangerous. And on that list is one of our neighbor cities, Richmond. It's ranked number 15. Um, so let's talk about Richmond and um, beautiful city again, beautiful art museums. I love going there. Um, what's happening in Richmond? So in our study, we actually found that Richmond, uh, based on our metrics, is at on the safer side in comparison to Baltimore and Washington, D.C. Uh, but there again, I think that has to do with the fact that we looked at it from a more holistic standpoint. Right. right. Um, yeah. But for Richmond, uh, we are seeing, again, the murders and non-negligent manslaughters are a key contributor to that. Uh, they also ranked poorly as far as the sex offenders per capita. So they have more sex offenders per capita than some of the other cities. Oh. And actually all of the other cities, they ranked uh, 182 out of 182 cities. Mm -hmm. um, and then again, the drug poisoning deaths per capita was a big one for the Richmond area. Is there Are there cities particularly outstanding in your study that are where the drug epidemic is causing so much such high ratings are there any cities that stand out in your mind or maybe that's something you didn't you didn't look at yeah unfortunately i don't have that data in front of okay. me okay right that's all right that's all right i figured you might not um well you know I, I i know that you didn't mention that you were we want to talk about philadelphia but there have been some things going on in Philadelphia recently that are very disturbing. And Philadelphia has now made some of the most dangerous city lists. Um, it's just above Rich, uh, Richmond as number 14 out of 15 cities. Um, one of the cities that didn't make the list that I'm looking at, which kind of surprised me, was Chicago. So I guess the crime per capita there, um, while we keep seeing it being reported, is, is not as bad as some of these other cities. But St. Louis and the list that I saw was number one, Birmingham, Alabama was two, and Baltimore was three. So it's interesting how uh, the ratings change depending on the parameters of your, your study. So people should keep that in mind when they're looking at these statistics that, uh, you know, they say that statistics don't lie, but statisticians do. So um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry about that, people. But it, I couldn't help it. I'm just they couldn't help myself. <laughs> um, okay, so so back to Richmond. Richmond Richmond has an awful lot going for it too, in terms of its beautiful city. Uh, again, lovely museums. I've gone there many times, and so and my my brother-in-law used to live in Richmond. We used to go down there a lot. So anyway, if people are traveling, let's give them some tips. If you're driving from city to city. You should really know a little bit about the city where you're going, if you're going to spend the night there or in the suburbs around that city. I think it would be important to know what's going on in the city itself and what the, the safety precautions you might need to take. You know, um, can people, do you know this answer, Cassie? I don't. Maybe somebody will let me know. Are there rules against pepper spray? 
maybe that's a jurisdictional thing. I have no idea. Do you have any idea on that? Yeah, I'm not sure on that one, uh, but I would lean towards, uh, as you were saying, it's probably a jurisdictional thing, but yeah. um, I would I would want to do more research before saying for sure on that. Oh, yeah, I got you. Well, I, I know that some people say that they they have some pepper spray with them, um, and it's I think it's sold on the internet, so I guess you need to find out, but I think that could be a, a potent um, help to consumers. Or even hairspray. <laughs> Gosh, right. if you get a hairspray in your eyes, you're you're blinded for a little bit there. <laughs> we shouldn't talk about things like this. This is terrible. Uh, no, it, no, it isn't. Because honestly, I do think that we have to be prepared, and we should be on the alert. Um, and I gather that's the message that you would send to consumers as well when they're out and about, uh, whether it's their own city or a, or a new city. They really should be cautious, shouldn't they? Absolutely. It's important to be be cautious, be aware of your surroundings, and have a little bit of a plan in the back of your head, at least, as to how you would react if you were put into mm -hmm. a, a situation where you might have to uh, decide uh, if you need to go fight or flight. Um, okay. It's good to yeah. Some kind of plan in the back of your head as to uh, where you, where you might run to or who you might reach out to if you get into that kind of situation. I noticed I read something somewhere. I believe that, that Capitol Hill was advising its employees not to wear jewelry, not to wear jewelry when they're in the city or, or on the streets. Um, and I suppose that's that's something we should think about, especially if it looks expensive. Right. It's unfortunate that we have to uh, have that thought in our minds. But yeah, if you're if you're walking around with something that looks expensive, it does make you a little bit of a mark sometimes. Leave your Louis Vuitton handbag at home, huh? Well, <laughs> right. I don't have one anyway, so I don't have to worry about it. I'm, a, I'm afraid I'm a more Kansas canvas bag type of person. Well, we only have a couple of minutes here, Cassie. What what would be your thoughts for our listeners? So I would just recommend, uh, as we've said before, if you're traveling, do some research before you go. Make sure you're aware of the area you're staying in um, and where who to reach out to if you run into any issues while you're traveling. Uh, that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Uh, pre preparedness is key. You know, that's an interesting point. You really should, if, if you don't have your cell phone handy, you should at least have telephone numbers uh, with you that you could call or if you can find a phone booth. But with your cell phone, you can always dial 911. But maybe there's something else. Maybe you also want to have a friend who might be in the neighborhood or someplace. And even thinking about places that you could go and where's the nearest police station? That might be an important question to ask yourself. Or even as small as uh, where's where's the closest uh, heavily occupied area? Where's a yeah. where's a nearby store or somewhere where you can go and be surrounded by people so you're not sure. as singled out? Yeah, because parking sometimes you have to park on a side street somewhere. It may not be the best well lit. Maybe having a flashlight with you would also be helpful. I don't know, but. Uh, well, you know, it's been very interesting, and I, I was very interested in, in your philosophy in putting together the list because, you, as you said, 
you don't want to just focus on the negative. You want to, these cities have some wonderful qualities and we should keep that in mind too, as we're analyzing. Thank you so much, Cassie. Uh, You're very welcome. You, yeah, it's great to have you. We've been, you've been listening to of Consuming Interest here on the Federal News Network. My guest has been Cassie Happy, who is an analyst with Wallet Hub, and we wish you a good day. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP.